welcome to the Growing for Success podcast powered by The Greenhouse, a diverse group of industry experts aligned to help you grow personally and professionally to the next stage. Let's grow. Hello and welcome to the Growing for Success podcast. I am Preston Broughton and today I am joined by James Lamont, our resident strategic planner extraordinaire. James, how are you doing today? Doing very well. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Very excited to join you today and talk a little bit about just an introduction to AI and kind of the big wave that we've been riding ever since basically the middle of last year, it seems like it's kind of come in and kind of taken over a little bit. James, can you just give just us a very quick background of what AI actually is? We use AI every day in our day to day. We just don't realize it. Whether you're driving your car and it tells you not to go into a certain lane or it basically stops for you and whatever the case is, or use artificial intelligence the way you program heaters or your, you know, your air conditioning or your refrigerators. But what you're seeing now is what's called generative AI. And generative AI is basically a transition from one function to a function now that thinks on its own. So in lieu of setting parameters that are executed upon, now generative is generating answers and or logic based on all of sort of the last 20, 30 years worth of research that, that's gone into to artificial intelligence. But what's magic about it is you can effectively use it on a number of, in a number of ways from improving your personal life to helping your business thrive. So AI in itself is, is just simply magical. Yeah, I've seen a lot of different industries and different type of businesses take advantage of the AI train that's going on right now. So when you're looking at uh, implementing AI in different areas, what is like some starting points that you typically recommend people can kind of start with on that? I think some of the easiest areas that people could use are ChatGPT and uh, some of the sort of derivatives like ChatPDF. You don't want to read something that's 150 pages, like it's a manual of some sort. You can literally upload a PDF to ChatPDF and then ask it three questions, four questions. Hey, how do I do this? And it'll literally scan the whole thing for you. And instead of doing a keyword search, it'll use its generative logic to produce something in response to the question you ask. The same applies to improving your business. And here's the one key quote I think people should walk away with and retain. Use AI like you're having a conversation with it. Don't use it like a Google search engine, like how many seconds are in a day. Google can tell you that. Use AI as though you're having a conversation with it because then it'll draw the responses you want out of it. So if it doesn't answer your question the first time, ask it a follow-up question, but do it as though you were having a conversation with me. What color is the sky blue? Well, what the follow-up question would be, what tone of blue? Sky blue. Why is it sky blue? And, 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 and then you just kind of, you get more granular and that's where the real power of AI is. So when you think about it from a business perspective or, or you know, life perspective, you can do everything from manage your schedules better because you can ask it to optimize things for you and then further ask it to refine and create more efficiency all the way to, hey, help me write a business proposal for a senior level executive that's from the upper Midwest who likely has a master's degree in X, Y, and Z. So it, it literally will write it as though it's speaking specifically to that audience in response to requirements that you could use. So, I mean, you could use it for anything from day-to-day functions to more complex functions like developing business leadership and capacity within your organization. Gotcha. Yeah, that's crazy how you can just intricately like figure out ways to 
make things a little more granular by just by having a conversation with. I think that might be the part that gets lost in the nuance of sometimes this AI conversation because it can be seen as like, oh, it's just something that's going to come in and be able to do stuff right away. But there's a little bit of a process to it. Talk a little bit about that part where there's a negative connotation to AI too, but there's all these positive things about it too. Can you touch a little more on what those really can be besides the negative headlines? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about the Terminator and, you know, I have my feeling about, yeah, there are definitely some inherent risks here. But the way I use it day to day, I have a client that will leverage the Inflation Reduction Act very well. Uh, this was a piece of legislation that was passed roughly a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago now, that, that had trillions of dollars over a decade worth of incentives for companies in sort of clean energy. In lieu of going through 1,850 pages of just legislation, again, using this, uploading it to chatpdf.com, and then prompting it to find specific elements that would apply to this company, and then going from there and taking what's been extracted and going to another AI tool and saying, hey, AI tool, ChatGPT, how could my company, which uses this business process, leverage these particular pieces of legislation to its financial advantage? Or how could I transition perhaps this fleet over the next 10 years and maximize the use of these particular tax provisions? And you can do these kind of things. And, and then obviously using experience in my, my, you know, my brain, I'm able to, to basically take that, extrapolate it, but then articulate it in a way to my client that will enable that client to have a step-by-step -step approach over the next several years to maximize their tax liability mitigation, but also re-engineer and retrofit many of the uh, existing infrastructure that they have today. And that's something that would have taken me probably weeks in the past. Now I can do it in a matter of a day or two. Productivity is a huge thing that I think AI is really going to motivate people to have a lot higher um, advancements in. So, And one thing I wanted to ask you, too, is that during the COVID wave, we saw the rise of like the NFTs and like the crypto boom. Mm -hmm. And now that's kind of waned off again. But And people are kind of thinking like AI might be that same thing. But I feel like it's not going to be that same thing. This is kind of like the boon of the Internet style thing. It's going to have a big pop and then it'll kind of ramp and then kind of just keep growing. So talk to me a little bit about how people can kind of jump on this train if they're kind of still a little bit leery of it, but like what simple things they could possibly integrate into their daily lives? Well, here's a, here's a simple thing. Um, we have a workforce shortage, right? Mm -hmm. I'm 41 years old, so I use Facebook. I have a younger brother who's 22. He does not use Facebook. He uses different social, social media mechanisms. I have parents that somewhat use Facebook, right? So if I'm looking for like an engineer, let's say, and specifically a road and bridges engineer, and I want to advertise to specific demographics, I could literally just take five or 10 minutes and write probably the most effective job advertisement by just going in there and saying, write a super unique or unconventional uh, job posting for you know, an entry rate engineer who, that, that has knowledge of roads and bridges in, let's say, Madison, Wisconsin. And what it'll do is it'll take those elements and it'll write a generic one, right? Then I can say, what if I'm publishing this in technical magazines? Use language or vernacular that may be more attractive. What if I'm using this on Facebook because now I'm targeting somebody in their 40s, 30s or 40s that are likely to use Facebook? What if I'm trying to get an older engineer? The language gets adjusted, but it also tells you where to go. So you need to go and post this and advertise here for this specific demographic. If you were doing ad placement before, now you know I've got these six areas I need to place this ad. 
and I've got six different sort of ways that the, the advertisement is portrayed so that it'll literally attract people from those different demographic groups and different regions of the country. And so this is something you can accomplish very simply by just asking it, okay, now produce one for this, now produce one for that. Where should I publish this? It'll tell you, and there's no paid advertising that's gonna sneak in there and say, well, you need to, you need to go to Google and do it, of course. You know, it's, it's not gonna do that. It's gonna give you the no kidding sort of assessment on that. Or if you're doing it in the Caribbean, let's say, just people have different media consumption habits. Older people tend to read newspapers still, whereas younger people don't use Facebook, but they'll use WhatsApp or they'll use, you know, different social media mechanisms. And so it's very adept at doing all of the sort of the research for you, but giving you a higher probability of success for an everyday problem in a company, which is how do I find people to come work for me? And for exact, that example, you have an opportunity to even like tie into like your company values or your focus inside of that whole thing too, right? Yeah. And then it'll tell you, okay, if you're looking for people with similar values, here's where you're going to want to go. And here's the language you're going to want to use to advertise. Um, so this is an everyday thing that people are trying to solve, but we're doing it from our perspective, right? But there might be six to 10 perspectives that we're not necessarily capturing. AI does that for you. I have fun with it too with my kids, right? I write stories almost every night before they go to bed. I'll ask my son for 10 words, my daughter for 10 words, I'll add 10 words. It produces a story, but then what's really cool is you're like, cool, write it as though this story is Shakespearean. Write it as though Donald Trump is telling the story. Write it as though Bob Marley's telling the story. You name the person, it'll change the vernacular to match the time, to match the accent to match even just some of the words they use that other people are unlikely to use. And that's what's so cool about it. Awesome way to kind of wrap it up there because it's as simple as that. It's a simple tool that can accentuate the stuff you're already doing in your life, but just get it a little bit more basically rounded a little bit. So it's not yeah. stuff that you have to use your mental brain power anymore as nearly as much, but you do have to also have to have a plan of action when you're using it. Uh, any final thoughts on AI that you want to get out there? No, use it to your, your advantage. And um, frankly, if, if, if you just need help, reach out to us. I mean, we've got just some unique basic tools that we could offer uh, in my opinion, that that can help people. It's, uh, it's one of those things where don't be scared that they're going to get your information. Believe me, everybody already has it if you're online. If you have credit cards, you have a cell phone. So at least use it while it's here. That's a great way to say it. Yeah, if you have any questions about it, reach out to us. Catch us on growingforsuccess.com, uh, Facebook or LinkedIn, whatever works best for you. I'm sure we'll do a more in-depth conversation on AI down the line here because, as James said, it's not going to go anywhere. It's only going to get more prevalent. Thanks for listening to today, and we'll catch you later. Keep on growing. Thank you for listening to the Growing for Success podcast, powered by The Greenhouse. Connect with us at growingforsuccess.com and subscribe to the podcast with new episodes every week. Let's grow.